0: This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Comfort food at its peak is best enjoyed at home. And one unique restaurant is scratching that itch with feel-good Midwestern dishes that they deliver right to your door. Think hot honey cheddar biscuit bread with venison gravy, cheddar dill pickled pasta salad, chocolate chip zucchini bread, and of course, potatoes. Lots and lots of potatoes. Alexis Thomas Rice and Eve Studnicka are the executive chefs and co-owners of Funeral Potatoes. That's a virtual kitchen in Logan Square, and they join us now in the studio. Welcome to Reset. Thank Thank you 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 so much for having us. You brought some things that smell so good. I'm going to try to ignore (laughs) them for now and have a conversation, but I cannot wait to dive in. Um, First, I'm curious about how you met.
1: Yeah, we met almost seven years ago um, working for a local chocolate shop actually. Yeah, Eve worked in the cafe and I did the farmer's markets. That is awesome. So how do you go from the chocolate shop to this concept kitchen, Eve?
2: Alexis, um, while we were working at the chocolate shop, we were both kind of doing our own independent culinary um, project. So Alexis started a catering company called Black Cat Kitchen, and I was running a queer underground dining series called Dinner at the Grotto. Um, And we both collaborated on our Individual projects quite a bit. I mm-hmm. I worked for her at Black Cat Kitchen, and she collaborated with me at Dinner at the Grotto. Nice um, for many years. So we kind of learned how to work together. You're like, okay, we we're on something. Yeah. We liked working in the kitchen yeah.
1: together. It's so rare. Yeah, when, when <laughs> so it works, truly, when it works, it works. Truly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, we prefer cooking alone, so we knew that something <laughs> special was happening. Yeah. Big
1: time. Okay,
0: so this brings me to my next question. Yeah, your name, Funeral Potatoes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How did that come about?
1: started as a joke, honestly yeah we um we're both from the Midwest. We're both from small midwestern towns and we started it like my catering company obviously became obsolete during the pandemic. Dinner at the grotto was no longer a thing. So we were like, let's just try and sell soup to people and trying to convey like when you live in the Midwest and your neighbor has a baby and you bring them a casserole, how can we get that that feeling of community and and warmth. And uh, I had lived in Salt Lake City for a while. A lot of Mormon people call cheesy potatoes funeral potatoes. And I I think we brought it up while we were driving around like, oh, that would be a ridiculous name. And then 10 minutes later, we're (laughs) like, actually, that's like sticking. I don't I think I like it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Funeral potatoes. uh, They have so many different names. I think my family used to call them... uh, hot cheesy cheesy potato casserole party potatoes potatoes. yeah yeah yeah. well
0: I was today years old when I learned about (laughs) funeral potatoes no I had to look it up I I had to look it up and I all I could see was that it was a, a Midwestern dish. And mm-hmm. I did a small poll of, you know, the handful of folks here at the office. And <laughs> I, I think, I don't know if we were half and half, but you had some people say, what? Yeah. And then you had others say, <laughs> oh, well, we called it cheesy potatoes. or we, you know, is it the ones with the cornflakes on top? And, yeah. Uh, so people had different recollections of, of what they were called. But how are they typically made and served, Eve?
1: Typically, well, yeah, go ahead. So um,
2: Alexis usually makes the funeral potatoes. Oh, um, okay. She has an incredible recipe, down <laughs> pat. Um, so it starts with a roux, um, flour, butter, uh, to thicken a cream sauce that she adds cheese to and then folds that into
1: hash browns. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. And then we add in, like, our famous one, and I think our, our most popular, is kimchi ranch. So yeah, we like blend up local kimchi, add some ranch seasoning and dill, and that's that's my favorite. Well, well, the
0: the kimchi ranch funeral potatoes they made the Chicago Tribune's best new takeout one hundred (laughs) list back in twenty twenty one. So so how did you create that one?
1: Um, Honestly. We put ranch in as much as we possibly can. He was wearing <laughs> ranch socks right now. I don't know if you could see that. It's the secret ingredient. Yeah, and always. we both love kimchi. It's like it makes so much sense for it to go with cheese. It's savory and like a little bit funky. It's just a great all-around ingredient in savory dishes. So, Where else sense. are you,
0: you pulling in, uh, your uh, inspiration from? Your heritage?
1: Yeah, so we both,
2: uh, like Alexis was saying, we both grew up in small Midwestern towns. I grew up around a lot of hunters, fishermen, my dad hunts. Um, I've started going with him. Um, Alexis's mom hunts as well. So I think we, we get a lot of our inspiration not from traditional restaurant culture, but from the cooks and homemakers and people who um, who we've grown up around who tend to the landscape
0: and create wonderful food from it. Wow, that's wonderful. I, I'm I was surprised that you um, you made the choice to use frozen shredded hash browns instead yeah. of instead of making them from yeah. scratch. Why? It's better,
1: honestly. <laughs> it's it's easier for us. I don't. Sometimes we're making huge quantities, like like 32 pounds of potato in one batch, and I'm personally not going to shred 32 pounds of potatoes and then wring them out. But honestly, the end product is better.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's more nostalgic. And I also think that there's something to be said for making tasks easier so that we have more fun in the kitchen <laughs> and avoid burnout. Yeah. Um, we both have a tendency to overcommit to things and trying to be intentional about Making our work as fun and stress-free as possible um feels counterintuitive in
1: restaurant culture. That but really, that's something that we're really important. working very hard on. And accessible, because you're gonna pay twice the price if I have to shred those potatoes. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> yeah. That is very
0: true. Okay. We've waited long enough. Time to dive in. Yeah. What what are what are we what do we got
1: on the plate here? Okay. So you've got uh Eve made this cookie. It is a mocha toffee brown butter cookie. Mm-hmm. This little cup has got our pickle chowder, which is made with locally produced pickles from our friends at Vargo Brother Ferments. They're amazing. It smells incredible. Um, do you want to go? Yeah, we've got a cacio e pepe
2: mac and cheese, um, really simple, really gooey black pepper, toasted in butter mm-hmm. with um, chihuahua cheese, American um, Mozzarella and, of course, pecorino. And then we have a hot link gratin um, with caramelized onions. Uh, there is some sauerkraut in there that I made mm. with cabbage um, from Dublin, actually, from a farm outside of Dublin, Ireland. She, flew, I... home she yeah. flew home
0: with
1: cabbage. She flew home with cabbage. Ooh, this is good, ladies. And then some goat cheese funeral potatoes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And this hot link gratin, we actually, you know, we we listened to the segment last week and you had the gentleman from Soul and Smoke he was talking about hot links and how synonymous they are with Chicago culture. Yeah, and we we're like, we use kielbasa all the time; it's what we grew up with. But we're gonna freaking use hot links. So he he directly inspired this. Dish. This is yeah. Yeah. incredible. Our food Friday segments yeah. are very being meta. connected. <laughs> um, so this is great. And this this was the pickle soup in the in the mm-hmm. in the middle. Okay, yep. I gotta have this, which is a very like traditional Polish dish. Which
0: I, I peeked at your menu for the, for this week, and it's this love letter to all things dairy. Truly. Yeah. Which, might Amazing well be every week. Amazing it usually is yeah. yeah. <laughs> so tell us more about this this creamy dill pickle soup here.
1: It's it's really good. I actually had I'm I'm Polish. Mm-hmm. Um, my mm. mom's maiden name is Kaczynski, and I had pickle soup for the first time at a at a Polish buffet that no longer exists in Logan Square called Red Star or Red Apple Buffet, and it just like tastes like that part of Europe.
0: Oh, <laughs> this is really
1: good. Yeah, it's so good on on when you're cold. It's like a very. Cozy. And the cookie the dish. cookie on the plate
0: just feels like just the icing. Yeah, absolutely.
1: <laughs> what else is on this week's menu? This coming up week, um, I think Eve's going to be doing a carrot cake, really delicious I'm going to be cake. doing
2: a carrot cake with um, maple and oolong and a toasted marshmallow uh, buttercream. And then I think we'll also be doing
0: some variation of these goat cheese funeral potatoes.
1: Absolutely. So
0: how do you two decide what you're going to focus the menu around? Part
2: of it is seasonality.
0: Um,
2: not just what is in season um, from the farmers that we work with, but also what is in season for what we're in the mood for. Um, so right now, because... Keep talking, I'm just having this cookout. No, please. of course, please <laughs> go ahead. Um, you know, a, a lot of our food, the themes that come back again and again is coziness, coziness warmth, um, nostalgia. So lately we've been making a lot of really indulgent, cheesy warm, comforting foods
1: to get us through the Chicago winter. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, we also, we, we really care about resourcefulness, sustainability. So like we bought a, a bunch of these pickles from Vargo Brothers and we have a ton of the brine left over. Mm-hmm. So something next week will probably be poached in pickle brine or have a pickle brine sauce. Like we, we're really trying to use every bit of everything that we possibly can. Absolutely. This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann
0: Simons. If you're just tuning in, we are talking with Alexis Thomas Rice and Eve Studnicka. They're executive chefs and co-owners at the virtual restaurant Funeral Potatoes. That's an ode to Midwestern comfort foods. So you're changing your menu weekly. Mm -hmm. You're also posting updates on Instagram. Love that. Uh, Why do you change it so frequently?
2: We get bored really easily.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Good answer. Yeah, absolutely.
2: I think we've released... 130 menus at this point wow Mm -hmm. something like that yeah um
0: yeah we like to i mean at what point do you start over again just go back to (laughs) probably never rotate no
2: (laughs) i mean we we bring back dishes pretty frequently um things that sell well or that we're you know we're craving like alexis's zucchini bread um is always going to be one of our best sellers Mm -hmm. um but we we like to keep things fresh and we like to challenge ourselves and try to come up with things that um inspire
0: us and that we find exciting and fun to make. I imagine you two have learned a lot running this restaurant concept. What would you say is the biggest lesson? I'd love to hear from both of you.
1: Alexis? Ooh, I would say, um, you know, neither of us have a traditional culinary background. We didn't go to culinary school. We didn't work as like sous chefs at a fine dining restaurant for years and work our way up. So I went into owning a business with major imposter syndrome thinking like this is probably not going to succeed because i didn't go to business school or culinary school and i've really learned that if you're if you're tenacious if you're kind um if you care and are driven your if you didn't have the privilege or the desire to go to culinary school there's still like a place at the table for you yeah your voice still matters we um we have just as much to offer yeah i love that what would you say eve
2: i think um very similarly i i have always existed on the fringes of the restaurant industry very intentionally i never wanted to be a chef um and i thought that the only way to avoid the toxicity of the culture was to avoid it altogether and i think what we've learned through this process of you know kind of accidentally creating a business together is that um you know it's not even just that we're making a seat for ourselves at the table. We've got a whole new table here and it's just as valid, it's just as exciting, delicious, accessible, um in in many ways even more so than traditional um dining culture. So yeah. we kind of call it, we call it restaurant dissident dining. Um I love that
0: she yeah. says we've got a whole new table. We've got a whole new table. Whole new t- Is there a world where you opened a brick and mortar restaurant or is this the way that you like running your kitchen
1: there's a world for sure yeah. it's it's a little daunting and right now i think we we have really benefited during the pandemic from the flexibility that comes with being so small we don't have a, a really expensive lease to try to keep up even though biz- businesses are you know shutting mm-hmm. their doors so but now i i I want to decorate a restaurant. I know. We've got some (laughs) Pinterest boards of cafe decor that we really want to see it it. through. So I think there is a future for brick and mortar. Yeah, definitely.
2: I think there's, you know, and creatively, there's only so much you can do with um, dishes that have to be frozen or prepared Mm -hmm. in a specific way to accommodate uh, the pre-order format that we have. So yeah, we want vintage
0: plates with cute
2: toasts on them. Yeah, someday, <laughs> someday.
0: I mean, and you're coming up on 3 years of yeah. running Funeral Potatoes. Did you ever think that th- this idea
1: would become this big today? No. Not at all. Not me personally. You thought it was just going to be one I, of those we early pandemic it was things. Be weeks. Yeah. We were like this is, Remember, we all
0: thought COVID was going to be yeah, weeks. Yeah, exactly.
1: So. I, all of my catering jobs canceled in one week for the whole year. And I was like, we'll sell soup for a couple weeks to pay rent, and then we'll get back to normal. And this has turned out to be better. So no, I never imagined.
2: I I had hoped, but I really couldn't. The, the thing I couldn't imagine was that we would still be friends <laughs> after this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we've, we've ended up being better friends than yeah, we ever true. were. Well, a lot yeah. of
0: couples... Didn't quite make it through. Definitely the not. Pandemic. Yeah. And, you know, pairings, friendships, th- that was in there too. Yeah. In the mix.
1: Oh, yeah. We spend, I'm, I'm married, Eve has a partner. We spend more time with each other than we do our spouses. Definitely. And that I can, can, can go that. wrong real quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can believe that. Um, are there things that people constantly
0: request? Ooh. What are your most popular
1: Our items? most po- Definitely the kimchi ranch funeral potatoes. Um, that gratin, honestly, Eve's done a couple of variations of that gratin, and people love it. Just yeah, tweaking it
2: every time. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say I my think I'd be all over the mac and cheese. The mac and cheese. I'm a sucker for, sure. for mac and cheese. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Who is? <isn't? laughs> However you make it, <laughs> um, Alexis' zucchini bread has is probably our biggest seller of all time. Um, and I'm over it. I will never be over. I don't it's, eat it anymore. It's but it's like yeah. the my my last meal will have that zucchini bread as part of it. <laughs> sweet.
0: So you're releasing your next menu tomorrow afternoon at three p.m. Mm-hmm. Three p.m. Yeah, three p.m. tomorrow. So any hints that you can drop about the next menu? Um. So we or have you not figured that
2: out yet? We come up with our menus <laughs> usually on um, Saturday morning.
0: So <laughs>
1: I, yeah. I knew it
0: when I saw you look at each other. I yeah. said, "Oh, like
2: oh my God!" Let's come up with something
0: right <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah,
1: <laughs> no, there there will be a goat cheese funeral potato. I yeah. can say that for sure. And there will be a okay, listeners. You heard it here first. <laughs> maple carrot cake. Yeah, okay. <laughs> there will be a carrot cake.
0: But, awesome. Yeah. we'll leave it there. Alexis Thomas Rice and Eve Studnicka are the executive chefs and co owners of Funeral Potatoes. You can find them on Instagram. They're at funeral.potatoes. Thank you both for joining us. Thank Thank you so much. much for having
2: us.